Atlanta Toyota presents WSB In-Depth. Emory University law professor John Acevedo joins us this morning. Good morning. Thanks for your time, sir. Hello, good morning. We talked to you the day before, now we're going to talk to you the morning after. And, uh, you know, the old saying, you can indict a ham sandwich, but this is a presidential ham sandwich, and she has thrown not just a book, but I think half the library at him. Your reaction? I I was uh, impressed to see not only the former president indicted, but, uh, you know, the 18 co-conspirators and all on RICO charges. Uh, This this seems to be the uh, district attorney is believes her case is strong and is uh, going for everything here. Tell me, read between the lines of these indictments. What can you tell about her case? Uh, how how solid she thinks her evidence is? We've got this phone call and so forth, but this is a lot of people, and Rico is essentially a lot of people uh, running one big enterprise with somebody at the top. And I think that's why her case actually is strong. I mean, it was on the one hand quite shocking to see that many persons indicted. On the other hand, I think it shows just the breadth of the conspiracy she feels she can prove. Uh, and one thing you saw was that with the RICO statute, she's able to reach acts outside of Fulton County. Uh, so there were acts uh, not only throughout Georgia, but throughout the United States. Uh, and that's the ability to show this ongoing conspiracy, this enterprise conspiracy, to subvert the election. Let me ask you an esoteric question. This whole episode lasted only about an hour yesterday, but the Trump team, uh, as any would do, seized upon it when this document got posted on the Fulton County website that was, as it turned out, a pretty accurate list of what was about to happen. Is there any legit legal objection to that that could be raised later? Uh, not really. That was either uh, someone in the courthouse moving a little too early or perhaps uh, someone just posted the unsigned possible charges. So it seems I don't think there's any legal challenge. Uh, It was an odd incident, but it shouldn't affect the case going forward. Talk to me about the next couple months. This is is 18, 19 people who have two weeks to turn themselves in. It's going to be a parade of big names through here, and this is going to go on and on and on. What's the likelihood she'll really be able to try them all at one time? Uh, that's a very ambitious goal on her part. I think what it really is is her signaling, one, an unwillingness to be cowed by a lot of the techniques that uh, President Trump and his lawyers have used in other cases, mostly civil, uh, as well as uh, an ambitious timeline to put pressure on the defendants. I, my guess is in hopes to get one or more of them to take a plea deal uh, and turn state's evidence. Professor, thank you very much for your time uh, again this morning. I know we'll be in touch later on. All right. Talk to you soon. Our legal analyst, Phil Holloway, has stepped into an advance of an appearance on the Mark Aram show. Most likely to flip? The lower-level county people, one of the big names? Well, she's definitely going to try to see if, if anyone will flip. Now, they've had opportunities to seek immunity and things like that up to this point, and nobody has. So who knows? Maybe we will have a trial with all of them. We've talked about Trump and the mugshot. These are some big names that are going to be passing through. They all going to be, literally really be booked into the jail there? Some may be, but with respect to President Trump, I, I have my doubts. I know that that's what they're calling for, his surrender uh, You know, later this month. Uh, I think that the Secret Service might have something to say about that. And I also think that different accommodations could be made, and it's going to be up to the assigned judge to really make that determination. I have my doubts whether he will actually be behind bars 